Hello and welcome to Foiled Again. Um, I'm your host, Cayman Cruz. This is a geek culture podcast. I'll be talking a little bit more about what that means in a second. Um, for this first episode, I'm joined today by a very special guest. Uh, this is my first time recording a podcast. Uh, it's his first time, too. He's going to be editing the show, and he's been kind enough to sort of hold my hand through this experience. Uh, please give it up for Justin Reese. What? What are you talking about? You, um, well, you're my very special guest on the show, and we're going to talk about what Foiled Again is. I'm your, I'm your co-host. What? I'm your co-host. Um, like... You mean, re- like, regularly? Yeah. Did they not tell you? No, they didn't. Oh, so we're doing this together, together. Yeah. All the time? I'm here forever. For Okay. Like, even after even after you die and I uh, I take over? Right, when you, when you long outlive me. All right. Yeah. Good. I mean, it's always great when you start your show and then find out that it's not just your show and also you were wrong. That's a good start to everything i mean listen i I thought they would have i thought they would have told you um it's the it's the network i I think the network is to blame yeah Yeah. it's not me no 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 no. i mean i how could i how could i blame you because i'm your guest i thought you were my co-host well i'm I'm both oh okay yeah i can be a guest and a co-host be a guest and a co-host yeah that's a pretty magical ability you have there You want to you want to talk about the podcast and what it is? Let's let's get into it. I'll I, I oh, can want, I can start oh, off actually. To, I mean, no, I got it. Okay, I, got I was it. like, I, that, that's not my job as a guest and a co-host. You know? Right. I can just go off of the opening riff I was going to do when you were a guest and not my co-host. Oh, did you have a you had a you had something prepared for that? I had an idea. So, uh, the name of the show is Foiled Again. Um, this is in reference to. The phrase curses foiled again. Uh, you'll notice the curses is missing because on this show we're going to try to articulate our opinions and stuff better than just using the same uh, four curse words that we usually do after we see a thing that we really, really like or really, really, really don't like. Because um, that's kind of how those conversations usually go for us. And what are those curse words? Um. So, hey, here on, I, I don't know if the network told you this, but... Here on the show, we don't say any of them ever. Like, uh, no, no, hey, no, that's not how this works. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna talk about what that uh, geek culture stuff is. So, why don't you mention some of those things, uh, the broad categories of stuff that we like? Uh, well, you know, I know. Do they know? They, they don't know. And if they don't know, we have to let them know. But do I know? Uh, so, like, hey, I'll, I'll do this quietly so they can't hear us, okay? So it's uh, comics and video games and television and movies and animation. And, I mean, at some point we might even dive into, like, tabletop gaming and uh, stuff. Like, we'll see. But those are some of the things that we like and enjoy that we'll be talking about on this show. I don't like any of that stuff. Oh man, today's a lot. I don't know anything. 
about computers? Today's a lot of surprises for me. I I feel like I'm the one who doesn't know anything about anything anymore. I mean, it's your it's your it's your special day. It's your first day of yeah. being a it's, host. It's my first day out of the pen. It's my third day out it's here. It's your third. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you're you're sort of a veteran in comparison to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another important thing about the show is we don't do. We're not going to be like a current events podcast or like a a news podcast about those things. Unless it's anything special, I guess. I don't so know. So I here's here's the policy that I have in mind. Like uh Shang Chi just came out not too long ago. Like after watching it, we would probably talk about that. Um uh, I mean we don't have plans to at this point, but like going forward, big releases like that within the MCU or stuff like that. Chances are we'll talk about that on the show, right? Yeah. Um, in comparison, the, what is it? Some Marvel India news outlet, the like the, the Marvel India account was like, hey, here's a bunch of release dates. Blade comes out October 2022? November? Something like that. I think and it's, it's October. Like, I'm pretty okay. sure it's October, yeah. Yeah, but that wouldn't be like a thing that we would talk about on the show because there's, like, it's not news our show isn't news and that's news, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not even really news because I don't think it's true. Well, like not to get into sure. it, but you know, I just <laughs> here on just, here just, on our news podcast. Um, <laughs> here on our news podcast, we're going to talk about what's news and what's not news like real journalists. <laughs> yeah, it's me, Snapper Carr. And I'm Cat Grant. And you're Cat Grant. All right. One of the reasons that we wanted to do the show was... Um, when you look around at this space in culture and the voices that are heard, oftentimes it's white people, um, which is like, I have a lot of white content creators that I enjoy, but sometimes I'm like, I want to hear stuff from people that aren't white. Um, so like I am, uh, Indo-Caribbean and Latino. So that's sort of my thing. Uh, brown boy, black. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm black and Latino, and uh, I just look very confusing to people. Um, you are ethnically ambiguous, and I think in the business they call that hireable. So <laughs> that's you know probably a good thing for you. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, break down the fractions of your your heritage <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know i was gonna have to get into no, that. no do um, it right now all right i don't know i mean i, I don't know percentages right mm-hmm. but like my mom my mom's mom is mexican okay. and my and her dad it was black okay. and then my dad is black so that would be what three quarters black, it's one quarter Mexican. Three quarters black, one quarter Mexican. So that's seventy-five percent black. Yeah. So I can say it. Okay. <laughs> but I'm not going. But you're to. not going to. Um, that makes you blacker than Barack Obama and Kean Peele and Donald Glover and J. Cole and uh, Logic, which isn't a hard bar to pass, but you passed it. The last one. Because he has no hard bars. He, ooh. Okay. Shots fired. Um, you gotta start. You gotta start the beef somewhere. <laughs> we gotta. How how does one pop off if not by starting a beef? 
But yeah, that's us. We're brown boys doing what brown boys do. Which is, um, be nerds, I guess. Be nerds. Yeah. When you, yeah. Uh, which is a good segue into what's next. Yes. Because we're going to talk about how uh, that process kind of started for us. Uh, so why don't you go first? Because I feel like I've done a lot of talking so far. Okay. Um, so it's just, it's just kind of been a part of my life for a long time. Um, I was really into, I don't know, like movies, just in general, movies, like TV, cartoons, video games, all that stuff. Yeah. But I just like, I just, I was just really into them and I was especially into like a bunch of like early superhero movies like before like the big like marvel boom yeah before the mcu before the mcu yeah yeah. um because i used to watch a bunch of the the um the sam raimi spider-man movies one and two because i i guess in terms of this timeline you know three hadn't come out yet um one and two i used to watch the 89 batman um I would I was it one of the other ones is like Blade for me like I was really into Blade and which is why anytime it comes on I am like contractually obligated to just stop and watch the entire thing um and I mean of course with like I mean at that point there were a bunch of superhero cartoons on TV that were like good and like actually had some like nuance and like storytelling I guess cuz um yeah what is it? I uh, it used to be a lot of like uh, I owned the first volume of Batman the animated series on DVD, and I would just watch like the first couple of discs again and again and again because like if I fell off, I would have to start over, and I would never. I think I've only made it all the way to the end of that entire set like once or twice. But I remember a lot of the early episodes a lot because I would just go be rewatching the it over and over. Order, yeah. yeah. And I've seen, and I've seen. I just recently finished the um, the classic style of BTAS um, before the new Batman Adventure. Before, yeah, before the yeah. before the style change. Um, and it feels weird to be done with that because I just feel like I like finally like closed a chapter of my childhood even though it's like gonna be ingrained in me forever um but i watched i watched that a lot i love justice league specifically justice league unlimited because i i'm very much because like of course you know you like most of like the 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 face characters right like batman superman wonder woman or it's marvel you know like spider-man uh uh before MCU, for me, it was like Spider-Man, uh, Hulk, and Wolverine. Um, but I also like a lot of the, like, more, like, obscure, obscure is a weird term because I don't mean, like, uh, the I, don't, Ray. I don't mean, like, yeah, like the Ray or yeah. Tommy Two Teeth, the gangster with two teeth, you know? <laughs> Um, I don't know, so that's a really that's good not a re- that's I'm... not a real person. That's that's a okay. Thing. I was about to say, um, I'm like, it wouldn't surprise me. That's a dictator. Well, if character. I and yeah, well, I mean, 
if I had to, if I had to pull like like a pull, I would be like a uh, 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 ambush bug. That was always my go to of like, do you know who ambush bug is? Because I feel like nobody knows who ambush bug is unless they nobody knows who ambush bug is. And if they do, no one's gonna be like, how could you say that? I love ambush yeah, bug. Yeah, because like, like it's ambush bug. Yeah, yeah, if you see him, you're like, oh hey, cool, it's ambush bug. But like, which which I feel like that's the case for like five people on earth. But yeah, and two um, of them are me and you. <laughs> yeah um but no i really liked i really liked getting to see like other characters like green arrow or like uh captain adam yeah my boy the question i fell in love with the birds of prey that way because black canary and huntress were really cool in justice league unlimited and that double date episode that double date episode written by is gail simone yeah is the greatest yes love gail she's great hope, hope to meet her one day yeah me too um we're gonna get her on the show in <laughs> four years. Four Just wait. Years. <laughs> she'll she'll she won't she'll she won't know who we are. No, and she'll, we'll, no she'll, idea. We'll have like a weird like Tom King Tom Taylor situation going on, but just for her, and um, <laughs> it's because we're brown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we're the same person and everyone gets us confused all yeah because yeah. yeah no differences between no differences me and you. at all um uh, yeah yeah if you want to if you want to chime in you can go ahead right now i feel sure. like i feel like we should trade off you know yeah we can trade off i can so like for me it started just like my love for storytelling in general begins with um the dcau and the fox marvel cartoons and then like as i got a little bit older some of that other stuff was coming out like x-men evolution and spectacular spider-man and things like that but it really was watching these cartoons with these characters that were on merchandise everywhere and then i got to see them do stuff and they had real stories yeah um and i i grew up loving superman the animated series and batman the animated series and 90 spider-man 90s x-men um and then obviously justice league and justice league unlimited and then that's kind of what got me into comics so my dad had been into comics and that's kind of why we would watch those cartoons but for me it was the reverse where it's like i watch the cartoons and that's what gets me into comics yeah, same, same here. um yeah and growing up like wally west is my flash and John Stewart is my Green Lantern and Martian Manhunter should always be a member of the Justice League. And like all these little things are tied in because of the way that I got into comics. Yeah. Um, and then when it came to comic books themselves, as a kid, I didn't have too many. So I had a like we went to a Dollar General or something and they had this um, these two little collections that were written on basically like coloring book paper and their reprints of avengers one through three fantastic four one through three like those original ones uh, and they were all black and white so it was and real I... easy to read them <laughs> <laughs> so really all those great eye-popping colors that were on the cover yeah. uh completely absent from the book itself yeah and as a kid for some reason i was like maybe i should color these myself i shouldn't have but i totally did um and they're I don't know if I still have the scraps of paper of that somewhere. I might. Um, be fun. You should frame that. I should frame oh. that. I also had a Justice League Unlimited tie-in comic that was like, 
it was them in Atlantis and Stargirl was there and Stripe oh. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the plot was at all because I was seven. Yeah, that makes sense. But, you know. Um, and then the only other way that I had comics was there was a newspaper subscription type thing that would give like these little reprinted issues of 60s and 70s Spider-Man. Yeah. So I read a bunch of those with like Betty Brant and like the original words of Stan Lee, yeah. Spider-Man. I feel like I feel like I, I might have had some of those, but I, I think I'm trying to remember because I, I remember I had one with like the Vulture. Yeah, and I want to think it was like one of the one one of the first appearances of Vulture, but not the first. Yeah, I remember reading like one of those, and Spider-Man fights Electro, and they like really make a point to be like, "Hey, this guy shoots electricity. Electricity kills people, and Spider-Man almost dies in that issue." Yeah, because they're like, "Hey, Electro's really deadly." And I feel like later there's a lot less of that, but in the original thing, he was like kind of scary, even though he had a starfish face. Yeah. Um, Did you say his face yeah. looks like a butthole? I whoa! I that's not a that's <laughs> not a, that's not a curse word. <laughs> you dude, you said butthole. Bro. The teacher's gonna get us in trouble, dude. The network. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's like, and then there was a period where I kind of fell off from comics, and I was I had always been into like reading book like regular books as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I was reading a bunch of regular books, and then once I read way too many books and realize that there are four types of young adult novels and then there's no difference between most of them and i got tired of reading (laughs) and i (laughs) if the cover has a girl in a dress and there's a plague and it's a dystopian society it's i've read it about 34 times and we've lived it i've (laughs) okay (laughs) ouch we getting into it okay I wasn't ready for that one. Hey man, um, you know every but, every every piece of content post COVID has to have some mention of COVID. Every, I can't wait for all of the Netflix and you know different streaming original series about COVID stuff. There's already some out, but oh too man, too many. There's there's too, too many. many. Um, yeah. What was I going to say? You were um, reading, but yeah, I yeah reading regular books. Yeah. Got tired of it, and then there was a point where, like, in between that, I watched The Amazing Spider-Man, which came out in 2012. Mid, and I was like, "Oh, hey, <laughs> you better watch yourself." There. <laughs> I was like, "Mid 2012." Oh, that's not what he that's meant. What so, <laughs> I watched that movie, and I was like, "Oh man, Spider-Man really is my favorite character in all of fiction, huh?" Like. <laughs> This light bulb turned in, turned on in my head, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, this is like this is my favorite guy." And I got back into superheroes, and like, the other thing was because I didn't have um, a lot of comic books as a kid, mm-hmm. my way of getting to know those characters is we had like the very first iPad that came out, yeah, and I would be on there on Wikipedia. And I read just like articles and articles of character history and storylines and stuff. Yeah. And there's comic book arcs and events that I've never read that I have in-depth knowledge of because I was like branching off through Wikipedia articles. I feel that. I feel that. Like that was my that was my thing. And as a kid, I would see like wiki and I didn't know 
how to pronounce the word wiki. So I thought maybe it was white guy. And then I got older and realized that white guys uh, throw frat parties and drink Mike's Hard Lemonade <laughs> and uh, like to play devil's advocate in class. I'm so going to tell some of my friends sort of... who said that about Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that that was sort of my comics journey. And then eventually I got to actual comic books and I have a bunch of trade paperbacks and a couple single issues yeah. and have read so many things at this point. Yeah. It's... There's a lot to read. There is. There's way too much to read sometimes. Um, I, uh, what is it? I never had that fall off point with, 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 uh, comic books and superheroes like, like yeah. you did. Cause for me, it was just a persistent thing of like, cause when, what is it? When the, when the DCAU cartoon stopped, then it was like, I guess, uh, I don't know, spectacular Spider-Man. And then like, Wolverine, what and, the Wolverine and the X-Men, and then um, Batman Brave and the Bold, which is why yeah. I know so many other uh, DC characters. Um, yeah. Ambush Bug is in the series finale of Batman Brave and the Bold. Um, Sick. But, um, yeah, so it was like, it was that, and it was, um, what is it? It was the, I played, I played the Arkham games like crazy i've beaten the story for arkham city which isn't really i mean i i say it because the number is crazy but it's not impressive it's but it's like i think i've beaten the story like 20 times and i've beaten arkham asylum maybe five or six times i forget um and so i think it was like it was around that point because like like i said comics and those video games and all that and then like other you know superhero games but nothing i mean like ultimate alliance was cool and like shattered dimensions was yeah. cool but i don't think anything hit me like the arkham ding arkham games did um but i didn't i didn't really get into like reading comic books until i was like 13 and yeah. um what is it because i i knew a lot of like i said i knew all these these characters and stuff but i didn't know anything like concrete about like anything that happens in canon um then again what is canon at this point um (laughs) especially with dc yeah um i because i i watched um what i watched uh uh i was super addicted to arkham city that even though i beat it like at least two times or two or three times at that point i watched an lp of it and um the lp would give like super in-depth information about characters and like character arcs so then i just knew a whole bunch of batman stuff and i would talk about this stuff with one of my cousins because this is when i was getting to like know him uh a bit more and he let me use his comiXology account yeah. So I started reading a bunch of the New Fifty Two, which, depending on who listens to this, I'm sorry, I do <laughs> love the New Fifty Two. It's not the best. I can admit that. There's a lot of stuff I don't like about it, but that's what got me in because Scott Snyder and uh, Greg Capullo's. Uh, is it Capullo or Capullo? I forget which which one. I don't Because I don't know if he does the double up. But um, their Batman run was just phenomenal like 
it it felt it felt like a uh just a more like a darker um btas you know and it helped that the art the art i'm not gonna say the art homages btas right but i mean it's it's similar enough that i can kind of look at it and i can hear the same make that direct yeah and i can hear the same actors like conroy or 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 hamill for batman and joker or i can you know it it, it just and and it it had like such a good style to it there's like like i shouldn't say this hot take i don't really like jim lee's batman (laughs) just because i think it looks and this is mainly just because i've grown up with it i think it looks so boring and so I like sure. I like a lot more of the uh, uh, the gothic like super like stylized versions that uh, Capullo did. Yeah, and um, it was that was it was just a great entry point because it's because the new like I said the new fifty two love it or hate it I love it uh, for sentimental for sentimental reasons. Um, in addition to Batman, um, I also really love the Animal Man series by Jeff Lemire, um, which I don't remember a lot of because it's been so long and I've read so much, but it's still something very, like, integral to, like, my, like, interest in comics. And I, I really want to, I want to go through it again. There's a bunch of new 52 stuff that I want to go through again. I love that. I love um even though mm, he's not he's not the best person um i love jeff john's aquaman yeah uh and i love jeff john's green lantern um specifically because of uh simon baz simon baz simon baz is the coolest um and i really wish that he was the face of the green lanterns and i have a legacy character thing to bring up but i'm not going to do it right now because i don't feel like that's the time but no. yeah we'll we'll um, do an episode on legacy characters i feel like that'll just have to be a segment going forward is we'll have like a legacy character segment yeah that would, that would make sense i feel if like that's something if that's something i mean it's something i would like to do but if that's something people would like to see then yeah, i i definitely would i feel like most um, of our favorite characters are legacy characters Yes. So, like, and, I think it just makes sense. Yeah, which is why I'm fed up with Bruce Wayne, even though I love we're him. We're going to, yeah, we're going <laughs> to. We'll get, we'll get there. Batman, we'll get there. the Batman stuff is going to be a lot of fun. We have a whole Batman thing planned, and I feel like it's really important that people understand how we feel about Batman. So I'm excited about yeah. that. I will say that I agree with you, and to this day, Court of Owls is, like, one of my favorite Batman stories. Yes. Um, it used to be like my second favorite. I don't know exactly where it ranks at this point, but it's it's still one. What of my was the favorites. first? The Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale stuff. Um, Long Halloween and mm-hmm. Dark Victory. I haven't read Dark Victory yet, but Long Halloween is very good. Dar- they're both fantastic, and I love Dark Victory, and it has Dick Grayson in it, so I love it even more. That makes sense. That um, makes sense. And he takes his bow staff and uses it to smash in the Joker's teeth. And then the next panel, the Joker has all his teeth because it's a really stylized art style. And it doesn't matter. It's comic books. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 
that's my i think my favorite thing about court of owls is how human batman is like mm-hmm. and how able to fail he is yeah when i feel which like you always which if if there's a if there's a batman story or property and he doesn't like lose occasionally yeah then it's bad then it's bad <laughs> it's bad if uh <laughs> all right i don't want to get too much into it yet, yeah no we bad. should yeah yeah <laughs> we we just have to move on um yeah. but yeah. um what i was gonna i was if you want to continue on the comic thing i was gonna pivot a little bit to to marvel yeah um what other marvel well did you even no i'm sorry hold on i'm replaying our conversation in my head because i remember you you i mean you brought up a lot of the avengers and spider-man um at the start yeah at the start yeah um well i will get a chance to go into dc yeah yeah i should probably do my dc stuff um yeah so peter david's uh aquaman the 90s aquaman comic i read like 75 issues of that i love Uh that i read it i just happened to be reading it before the movie came out yeah and i really like that era of stuff um not necessarily in general but for aquaman because you get into like red superman and blue superman you get into hey power girl is here and she's not actually kryptonian she's atlantean and you're like hey what 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 i remember you telling me about (laughs) this but i'm remembering it now yeah and i'm like oh whoa yeah isn't Um, isn't that something there's also something like what is it um aquaman both of aquaman's parents are atlantean in the 90s okay yeah i clapped we're we had some technical difficulties yeah um couple couple issues but i mean not important we're back what was the but we're back what was the last thing you were talking about we were talking about well i was doing my dc stuff and i was talking about aquaman yes the last thing i the last thing i remember was uh power girl is an atlantean okay so um what was it yeah power girl's atlantean which is wild yeah that feels Um, like it doesn't make sense but you know and also both of aquaman's parents are atlantean in the 90s up to the early 2000s okay and i think that might be a new 52 thing where it's like he's half human yeah it feels like that feels like that would make sense like i i could be wrong but i as at least in all the comics that i read and i read 75 issues of uh 90s aquaman and Mm -hmm. i read some early 2000s aquaman when he had his blue hand and all that stuff i don't Um, like the blue hand i it's i don't like the look to be clear yeah i i don't have a strong opinion on it Mm -hmm. but like it was part of this rebrand because he went from being like this pirate king adventurer with a hook yeah or you know a harpoon the cool type thing the cool Aquaman. The cooler Daniel, yeah. <laughs> Daniel and the cooler Daniel. Um, and then they wanted, I feel like in the early 2000s, they were like, let's bring him back a little bit and take it back to old school Aquaman. And then he slimmed down a bit from the like bulky, muscular pirate king he was. Mm. And he had a haircut and a shave and got a blue hand. And that was like the early 2000s thing. Mm. I think it's a new 52 thing that is his dad is human 
than like a lighthouse keeper, which I like better than him being completely Atlantean. Than him being completely Atlantean because it there's a lot more things that you can do with the character that way than like this fully alien, you know, culture. And this is their representative. It's like when he's in the Justice League, he has an understanding of both. Mm-hmm. And he starts off as an outsider, which is a really good way to do an origin is like dive into how a character as an outsider reacts to this new culture that helps the reader along. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Other important comic runs I've read that have been like vital to my consumption of comics. DC specifically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. DC. Uh, Red Robin. Cause Tim Drake's my favorite Robin. Yes. Um, Marcus Toe's art on that. I think it's Toe. But his this art. Is, this is making me realize is that, uh, well, you you are a 90s kid. But, like, I feel like I feel like <laughs> I like a fake night. Not like a fake 90s kid. But, like, a lot of the a lot of the, the characters I care about, aside from, like, the new 52 ones. But, yeah. like, like, I love Tim Drake. I love Wally West. It's just I, I I'm not super familiar, but I really dig Asriel. You know, There's a lot of a lot yeah. of '90s DC characters. Cass, just oh yeah, just excellent. It's fantastic, yeah. and I feel like when it comes to like Batman status quo, my favorite thing for that is Nightwing, is Nightwing, mm-hmm. Tim is Robin, mm-hmm. Barbara's Oracle. Castle or Steph is Batgirl. Yeah. I can do either. Yeah. I, I don't mind. Um, they both have good costumes. And Bruce... Is, yeah. Oh, man. Their costumes are great. And Bruce is an old man. Yeah. Not actually an old man. But, you know, but he's like, old, he's, he's, he's well-seasoned and he's in there. Yeah. yeah. Like, because there is that weird thing in the New 52 where they're all there. And he's, like, 30? <laughs> he's, like... I'm 28. Mm. I don't know if that's the actual age, but no, he's way yeah, younger than he yeah, should be it's... to like <laughs> some kind of interstellar time. We're gonna, going we're on. gonna. You know, all of this makes me feel like we're gonna have to do like a fully Batman like preamble before the movies. Before, before we get into our yeah. thing, absolutely. <laughs> oh, we 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 have to. Yeah. But I felt like that was an important thing to to state right no, now. Yeah. Um, Tim Drake wrote Robin was the one thing for me. I love Green Lantern comics. I feel like that is one of the most interesting aspects of the DC universe because you can do so much there. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the stuff, you can connect any sort of alien bad guy from anything. He can be in Green Lantern. Like, Mongol is in a lot of the yeah. Green Lantern stuff. They're in the system. So I like... They're, <laughs> they're in the system. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get you know martian manhunter stuff can be worked into green lantern stuff there's all that stuff i love all that um i love how many green lanterns there are i love the theme of every single human green lantern is able to do a thing that green lantern shouldn't be able to do yeah they like all of them have one um hal's is like that he forges a green lantern ring out of his willpower yeah. or something in rebirth yeah um kyle like overrides his ring to be able to do all the colors in the emotional spectrum uh john stewart has more willpower than the ring has power itself 
I for, Guy Gardner is like Red Lantern, Green Lantern, and he broke the system by being able to do that. Simon Baz brings his brother-in-law out of a coma. Which is crazy. It's, oh man, it's such a good book. Um, and what's Jessica Drew? I think it's not Jessica Drew. Like Power Rings. Or, not, oh my gosh. Not <laughs> Jessica, Jessica Drew. Cruz. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> throw away the whole recording. <laughs> All right, cancel the episode. They're sending Wait, in the drones no right now. <laughs> oh God, get down. Um, Jessica Cruz. I love her. Her thing is, I think it has something to do with like Power Rings Ring, and there's something she does with it that is not, it shouldn't be possible. Mm-hmm. And there's just that theme with every human Green Lantern. I think it's great. It's funny. I think I tapped out. Did I type out right? No. Yeah, no. I typed out right as she got popular. Mm. Not like on purpose. Yeah, yeah. But there was just way too much that I wanted to keep up with that it like stressed me out. I was like, I can't read any of this because like it's. It was like me diving back into a whole bunch of DC stuff because of Rebirth and being very excited. And then, and then they were like, what if we what if we ruined it all? Yeah yeah <laughs> what if across the board we messed up most things that's why i feel like you gotta if you're gonna read something current you gotta pick like three and stick to one <laughs> basically it's like, like the one the one that keeps being good you stick with yeah. and then the other ones you swap them out for something else that interests you yeah because i was like what was i keeping up with i was keeping up with uh rebirth flash mm. and then like to a degree so i was reading the barry and wally 2 stuff because um, <sighs> like the two of them were doing things uh-huh. i love the rebirth costume for original wally um because it should just be his flash costume it's the greatest costume and they did make it just his flash costume, well no yeah but did. he should just be the flash and not but then they did uh not wally. identity crisis or heroes in crisis called heroes in crisis which i have to read one day i know it'll make me mad but i have to read yeah. it one day just so i can like i remember understand reading i there's a lot of things that happen in there where i'm like hey this doesn't make any sense but my favorite one is whenever the trinity chases down um harley quinn yeah batman superman wonder Woman are there and they're like harley quinn we're bringing you in and then she beats all three of them yeah alone yeah <laughs> And I just, that trend of, like, picking a character that gets popular and deciding to Batman them by, they can actually do anything if if they want. See, we can just let them do, do whatever. Do you see, listeners, how he said Batman them? Because that's a thing that they do. That's, that's annoying. a thing that they do. Like, in uh, the new DCAU with those movies, when they were like, hey, Damien, you, you can take Deathstroke's eye. I forgot all about that and i'm mad that you made me remember <laughs> hey damien you and your random team of teen titans oh which isn't your oh group of God. titans they can beat the justice league though with your help damien wayne there's a reason there's a reason that i stopped watching those which is the la- i think which one is the last one i saw i think it was bad blood because they introduced um they introduced Kate Kane and Luke Fox, yeah. but they gave Luke Fox David Zavimbe's uh, Batwing stuff. Yeah, and I was like, "Bro," I was like, "I was like, how you go- how you gonna guess up one black man by erasing another completely?" <laughs> I couldn't believe. It. I mean, 
that's that's a trend in fiction well yeah but i was like bro i think probably the best part about that movie is uh that there's these nuns that are ninjas that they fight and dick grayson calls them nunjas and that feels very dick grayson yeah but also why would you have nun ninjas in your because are they even no we don't need to do this we we don't need to do this the last one that i saw and it was against my will uh was the very last one apocalypse right yeah i saw like i saw maybe 15 minutes of that like spread apart because my mom was watching it and she eventually turned it off well as you should hey dark side puts kryptonite into superman so he loses his powers that's not what kryptonite does though so you know like kryptonite Um, is a poison that kills superman but for some reason dark side puts it in him and it takes his powers away it doesn't make him weak like it's supposed to and it's not slowly killing him it's just there and he's a human i just want to say i just want to say at some point if we whatever superman project we decide to do i don't mean creative i mean for the podcast yeah we have to talk about how stupid all the kryptonites are oh man there's a do you know about pink kryptonite is that the gay one that's the gay one the gay one now it's in a it's like a pair it's a satire thing that they do it's still bad yeah but it wasn't supposed to be a serious real type of kryptonite which doesn't make it any better. Yeah. Uh, I still remember looking at that panel and it it's very uncomfortable. What about it's the not a good time. What about the uh <laughs> What about the Superman comic where Lois is in uh blackface, I think? Huh? I don't know if she's in blackface or if she was turned into a black woman, but it's like she's like can you still love me or something? I don't honestly. Oh. I need to make sure if I'm getting this right. You you go ahead. I have to Google this. Okay. You because I feel like I yikes. can't just leave this. I can't. I can't let that be a cliffhanger. Um. Okay. I feel like this is a good point to mention. Um. I've been listening to this X Men podcast recently, and they dive into different characters and stuff. And I'll probably talk about this more later at another point. But I just wanted to bring it up now because I found out that Psylocke isn't Asian. Yes. You found this out? You know about this? I, or did so, you tell me? I forget. Because I, I feel like this is a thing I just learned fairly recently, but I can't remember if it was yeah. through you. So, like, I knew she was Betsy Braddock, right? Yes. Which I was kind of confused about. So, I'm like, all right, that's fine. I mean, I guess one of the parents is Asian. The, the Braddock yeah, she's parent, you know, the dad yeah. is. Yeah. And then they were like, no, no, she switches bodies with an Asian lady and there's a white woman in an Asian woman's body for a whole long time. So it's reverse Ghost in the Shell the movie. <laughs> I could play a tree. <laughs> I'll, pl- I- I'll do it right now. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah. Um, I, okay, so I found, okay, so I don't know about the, the can you still love me thing. Yeah. But I found, it's a, it's a comic. It's, Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane, mm-hmm. and Lois is in like this like weird like body like it's like a like a like a tube like you know the thing that they put Captain America in, yeah yeah that thing, so mm-hmm. it's like one of those, and so Lois is in the thing, and Superman's about to close it. He says, "Are you sure you want to go through with this, Lois?" 
She says, yes, Superman, close the body mold and switch on the power. And then he does this. And then she says, the next thing is her coming out of the, the body mold thing and says, it's important that I live the next 24 hours as a black woman. And the title of the issue is, I am curious, in parentheses, black. I I just need you to know that I haven't opened my eyes since you said Superman asks her if she wants to go through. My eyes have been shut, just like cringing at this premise. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's from 1970. Yeah, man. It sure is. <laughs> wow. I really want to read this comic. please stop i'm gonna read it i'll come back next episode and tell you all about it it's it's a like 30 minute segment of you talking about this (laughs) i read the whole thing on the podcast (laughs) you read it on the podcast oh my gosh i i want you to know that when i saw it to confirm the thing i i almost cried because it was too funny I was like, I can't <laughs> believe this. Yeah, that feels very you. Um. Okay, are we? But yeah, are you? Okay. Yeah, I mean, we've gone a little bit off the rails. I was gonna talk have, about no, yeah. DC characters. I like. I was what? So I can just like speed run through a couple. Um, Superboy, Connor Kent, uh, Kyle Rayner is my favorite Green Lantern. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I'm trying not to let this turn into hot takes because I was almost like Wonder Woman should be the tallest member of the Trinity and she should always be jacked, but that's not, (laughs) that's not a favorite character. That's just a statement that I want to put out into the universe. Um, I'm trying to think, who do, who do I like? Oh, the question. Duh. The question is one of my favorite, uh, comic book characters and I love him. And we're back again. Another another technical difficulty. Another technical uh, difficulty. The network in the middle of our recording decided to cut funding. So now we're in the back of my car mm-hmm. um, with a ham radio. With a ham radio. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like this is a better cover story to tell them than, you know, actually the truth about the man in the monkey suit that started rampaging through the studio. Why this is a better you, one. Are you talking about it? Huh? What do you mean? He's coming back! Oh, sh- and then we leave a space of silence to cut there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um, That's good. DC characters. DC characters, Wonder Woman yeah. is tall. Wonder Woman should be tall and jacked. Um, what else? I don't know. I like you know the question. I like yeah, right. I like the the obscure characters, and there's a lot of things you can do with them. Yeah, and I like uh the Young Justice team that becomes the Titans because I've read more of them as Teen Titans than I have as Young Justice. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of my thing when it comes to those guys. Um. But yeah, a lot of the DC stuff I've read is slipping my mind for some reason, yeah. which isn't great. I've read some of Gail Simone's... Oh, I've read a lot of Gail Simone's Birds of Prey. Yeah. Um, and I've read, I've read her yeah, I read Ryan Choi Adam as well. Where Ryan Choi's finally getting a costume on Legends of Tomorrow. I don't watch it, but like... I'm, yeah, we don't watch the CW I'm, shows. We don't watch the CW shows. 
I've thought about watching a couple of them, but I can't get past the CW-ness of them all. Um, no. But I am excited nonetheless that Ryan Choi is getting a uh, a costume. because yeah, Because the Ray Palmer Adam, uh, at Adam, Atom, played by uh, Brandon Ralph, he was cool, but uh, he had a robot suit, and I didn't like that. He, he had a robot suit, he yeah. He was like Iron Man, Ant-Man for the CW, which just made me mad. But Ryan Choi has the suit suit, which is really yes, cool. Yes, anyway. I've, I've seen a, a screenshot. Yeah. When it comes to CW stuff, my opinion is, hey, remember Smallville? That was fun. And that's kind of where I go with it. I have to revisit the first two seasons of Arrow. I will stand by that season one and two of The Flash are pretty good, even if half of season two doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree. I but, think... I think the overall plot for season one is really fantastic. Yes, superhero it TV. is. Well, yeah, because like, it, it felt like a superhero show. Yes. And then they said, we don't have any more ideas. Let's just um, make him fight somebody who can run very fast again. Yeah. How about a speedster every season? The bad guy's a speedster. And then finally, the season that it wasn't a speedster is the one that I... Uh, didn't watch yeah i mean yeah. who could who could stomach the show past season three you know, know the villain, a lot of you know the villain did. for season four was right i think i did is the thing i don't okay yeah, yeah. yeah i did know that yeah which is why i think it's funny it's the thinker has been in live action twice now the thinker has been and, in live action um, twice now several other characters who should have been in live action a long time ago either haven't or have been in live action once garbage and poorly <laughs> Or they've been um, there and they're trash. Yeah. Um, let me rattle off some Marvel characters real quick. You rattle off some, and then I, I have one, so I can go after you anyway. So it's perfect. Go for okay. it. Okay. All right. Daredevil, Miles Morales, Peter Parker, Laura Kinney, Kate Bishop, Kamala Khan, Robbie Reyes. I'm very much a, like, mostly new school Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. I love a lot of other characters. Like, obviously, I said, I said, daredevil and uh peter parker but um who else who else who else um specific comic book runs because i mean there are plenty more characters but it's gonna take me a second specific comic book runs though i love pretty much all of miles's stuff i'm not caught up on a lot of it but like every miles centric thing i've read i've liked i didn't finish i haven't finished any of the miss marvel kamala khan runs but i love her i love them um lockjaw's the best boy best boy hey remember the inhuman show i remember the inhuman show um mark wade's daredevil phenomenal yes oh my god um um i'm about to make a lot of people mad at me which is really funny uh i love superior spider-man yeah i think i I think superior spider-man is one of the best things ever I mean, how do we feel about Dan Slott? That's irrelevant, that's, but that's, Superior Spider-Man that, yeah. is, you know, Spider-Man I like is, that book. That's, yeah. So I had the Marvel Unlimited subscription for a while, and while I had it, I read through every single thing that had Laura Kinney that was available to me. Oh, all new Wolverine. Yeah. Yep. So, but like all of that, like there was a book, I think it was called like Nyx, and she was in that. So I read all of that. <laughs> Um, I read all her stuff as X twenty three. I read her Wolverine stuff. Did I even read? read some like Avengers Academy because yes. I think she was Did in you there. Read, yeah. Um, 
What was the what was the one that was supposed to be like Hunger Games? Was it I don't remember, Academy? but yeah, I think it might have been. I read okay. that one. Like I read, I read a, that arc of whatever that was. I read a little bit of that one because my cousin it has, told um, me about it. It arc- has reptile in it. It does. It that's, does. Yeah, that's the only other character that I remember in that. Arcade is the bad guy, and Arcade okay. is specifically like I. I'm doing this because I'm bored, and I read a bunch of YA novels while I was in the hospital. Oh my god! I he's think just like me. um but yeah i read like everything i could find that had laura kinney on there uh i read everything i could find with kane parker one of the spider-man clones my favorite one personally i really like characters that are clones that's sort of one of my things like i mentioned superboy before and you know laura kinney and at some point we'll get into clone wars whenever you finish that because man uh, yeah, um, do you do have to finish Clone Wars, but you know, yeah, everything I can find with him. I read a bunch of the stuff with Agent Venom, which is whenever Flash Thompson has lost his legs in the war. Yeah, which I feel like is the kind of thing that we would say is a joke, but that's not. Is it the same scenario. symbiote? It is, I think, but they had like there's an hour in which he can use it where it, the aggressive tendencies don't set in, okay. but if he keeps wearing it, it will. Okay. So they do a kind of Ben 10 time limit thing, which I think is fun. Okay. Agent Venom would be very good television because of that, I think. Because at that point, Eddie gets the anti-Venom thing because he has cancer. Which is like the coolest design ever. Oh my God. Like the mouth is orange and the eyes are orange. So mm, hot. Hot. Yes. Um, I read a bunch of that stuff. I read Thunderbolts, which is a team, not the regular Thunderbolts team. I did... I read some stuff when Zemo was leading them and all that, uh-huh. but Are you the main about Thunder- the one with Red Hulk and Electra Red Hulk, and Electra, Punisher, Punisher, which is really Age weird, Venom. but yeah, oh, it's such a fun book. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and the the covers for those are incredible. Uh-huh. I can't remember the artist off the top of my head, but his stuff is fantastic. I remember seeing some of them. Oh, there's a great book called Minimum Carnage, which is a really fun story between uh, Kane and Agent Venom. And they have to go into the microverse to fight Carnage, who has found his way there. That's cool. It's it's. I wish I liked fun. Carnage. I've read Carnage and Carnage USA, those two books. Uh-huh. I liked Carnage USA. I think it was a really cool premise, and it I turned out really well. I'll look into what it is. I just, but I just he's Carnage is kind of lame to me. I I like Carnage. I like a good crazy bad guy, uh-huh. and Carnage is a good crazy bad guy. I'm mostly remembering this probably stems back to our differences of opinion on the 90s animated series yep because that's where carnage like where I began to love him because that's where I was introduced to him and he's like he threatens to carve spider-man into pieces so small they won't fit in the matchbox which I think is great I'm trying to understand that as a threat well he he holds up his hand which is an axe at this point while he holds up spider-man's lifeless body and he's like when I'm done with you, there won't be enough pieces left to fit in a match. It's something like that. That he's going to carve So it's like so a lot small. of pieces that'll be too many to fit in the matchbox. I don't think. I don't. I think it's like basically like. This is to, why Carnage to, is bad. Sure. Yeah, you got it, bud. You figured it out. You solved it. Do you want to talk Should, about video games before we segue or? 
Yes, I think we should talk about video games okay. before we I'll skip it. over all the superhero video games because I feel like I've harped on superheroes yep. enough. Um, I'll bring up the one that I know you and I can go off on. Sly Cooper Superman 64, the, yeah, that's the one. Sly Cooper is one of the greatest video game characters of all time, and I'm tired of y'all disrespecting him. Put respect yep. on Sly Cooper name, put respect on the Sly Cooper game, all of that. Um... Give us more Sly Cooper games. Even if you got to reboot it. I'm going to say that. Even if even if you got to reboot it. So I didn't play the fourth one, but I feel like that's a good place to reboot it after that one. I don't know if I'm right, yes. but I feel yeah, like... Okay, so yes and no, but... um, Because I know there's like a, a, a stinger that could lead into a sequel at the end of the game. Yeah, which... The fourth one. Which you have to like 100 percent the game to, to complete so i looked it up on youtube because i didn't kind of feel like doing it. um <laughs> you didn't get every single clue in a bottle not in that one yeah i did it for one through three and you love the first one yeah i love the first one you you just adore that first game <laughs> first game okay maybe mm. you maybe okay maybe you should put a little disrespect on the first select of the game <laughs> maybe it was so difficult. It took me so long to be able to beat that one. It doesn't make any sense. But Sly Cooper but now, 2. Now I can play that one and beat it regularly at this point in my life, which I'm proud to say. Oh, if we ever do a stream of that, I think I should play it then for uh, purely comedic purposes because I feel like... Uh, what I'm... you mean by that is until the point where you're like, I can't do this anymore and you give me the controller and I finish it. I just meant to like throw a tantrum, but yeah. Yeah. But there, um, what I'm saying is there will be a point a where you don't point? finish. Yeah. I'll try. I'll try. I'll try my hardest. We'll we'll see. Our gaming endeavors with this won't start for a while anyway, so yeah, we're fine. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Sly Cooper Two, one of the greatest games of all time. Sly Cooper Three, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Sly Cooper Four, pretty good. Okay, it's cool. I'm glad they brought him back. Um, but making new Sly, Sly Cooper games, um, L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir, that's LA your jam. L.A. Noir. There was a meme that went around a little while ago. I'm pretty sure all my friends have seen it, and they've been like, that's Justin, because it was, because <laughs> that's Justin, that's me. That's Justin. Um, that's, we found him. I, I love that game so much. It's so good. I've only, I've only been it all the way through twice, but I had played so much of it that I, pretty much like have mostly all of the stuff memorized um and i i don't want a sequel but i want more games in that similar like style of like investigation Within that vein yeah we're in a city and you're a detective in this time period yeah like i always yeah. wanted to do i always wanted to do one set in like the 70s sure and you play as like a black pi i feel like that would um, be fun i want basically the nice guys but a video game yes can we do that yes that's um, such a good movie on a similar note but not the same style well i guess similar enough uh wolf among us yeah i i figured that after you said only noir your next one was going to be wolf among yeah us, yeah which i need dead. to revisit soon um because it's been so long um, i will play it but i need to finish batman enemy of Thin, oh yeah so i can't well also a, a, a good game not influential upon my childhood but yeah very good game um 
Red Dead Redemption 1, which you haven't played, which is ridiculous to me. Well, you have to remember, I didn't have a PS3 or an Xbox 360, but I would have had a PS3 yeah, if I was going true. to have one that's of true. them. I'm, I'm trying to think of other games. I don't know. I feel like I feel like games that impacted me very heavily didn't happen until, like, I guess maybe like middle school or uh, high school, you know? Um, my yep. favorite game of all time is God of War, the, the, the new one. So I guess, but but I I have a history with the series. So mm-hmm. I will say though, the fact that it won IGN's best game of all time, um, <laughs> um, poll is uh, ridiculous. But we we've already come to the conclusion that that poll wasn't structured in a way that makes any sense. It was, but it was also somebody also pointed out it was like a recency bias thing because a lot of the other yeah. games that would like you would think would be like locks are not just... super accessible. I just loved so much that they were like, okay, here we have Super Metroid, which helped pioneer a whole genre that every indie game likes to be if they can and did all this stuff. And we're going to put it against, hmm, let me think, Apex Legends? Also a good game. That's not a knock against Apex Legends. No, I love both of those. Yes. You only play a little bit of Super Metroid, but already you could feel it like, oh man, this is a good game. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But... Like that, <laughs> comparing those two is such a funny thing to me. Yeah. Because what at this point, what if I played more Apex Legends? Sure. Yeah. But which is like the better video game in a broader, more complex sense? Yeah. It's not Apex Legends. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's Super Metroid. <laughs> it's Super Metroid, and I have a bias because we can we can get into me now. Um, yes. The second video game that i ever owned was metroid fusion for the game boy advanced um the first game that i had was the star wars game it was not a very good quality star wars game i could play the first level and beat it and it was fun then the second level was unplayable or at least it seemed that way to me when i was seven and i could never beat it and i would get very frustrated um and then i got metroid fusion which was like a purely by chance thing i went to gamestop with my dad and was like Hey, I need to get a game from this used section of, you know, cheap games that don't have a box. What's in here that seems cool? Oh, there's no Mario. That's the video game guy I know. And I I didn't I have no idea why I picked Metroid Fusion, but I did. And then it's like to this day my favorite video game that I have played. Um and it's it's just so fantastic. And I'll get more into Metroid stuff later, but that's how my video game journey kind of started. I had a PS2 and an original Xbox, um, but I only had the original Xbox for a period of time. Yeah, I had those. It was, I had those split between two households. Yeah. yeah, mine was like borrowed, and then I it was given back at some point. But I played the Spider-Man movie tie-in on there, and oh I played a couple God. other stuff on that's, there. But my yep. favorite one was the Spider-Man movie tie-in. Yep. Super and the one everyone talks about is Spider-Man 2, but I haven't actually played that one. I I never um, finished it. I didn't play that one, but I played that first one, and it's so good. And I imagine Spider-Man 2 is really good. Yeah. Well, it has, but... it's the first one with all the, you know, cool, crazy web, web swing and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. And, like, that's what I've heard it praised for is the web swing, but, oh my gosh, that first game is so much fun. Yeah. We, um, should, we should try and revisit that if we can. Oh, I'm so down. I I used to know those combos like the back of my hand. 
like I could rattle off to you what they were to be uh-huh. able to like make the web dome or when he like webbed up his fist to make his punches harder and all yeah. that stuff. Like I knew all that stuff. Um, what was my PS2 stuff? Obviously the Sly Cooper games, all three of those. Yes, um, absolutely loved those games. I actually got them like much later, but I got them and beat them and loved them. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? The Star Wars Jedi Starfighter game, which is a lot of fun, which features a Jedi who, at that time in canon, she had a red lightsaber, which I think is interesting. Yeah. Um, but what and is it was fun. Really? <laughs> uh, Star Wars. Star I found Wars. out some interesting Star Wars Legends things today, which is that there was a there was a point where Palpatine had a son that had a third eye, and his name was Triclops. That's Ray's dad. Character. <laughs> we found it. We found we it. We figured it out. We solved the canon puzzle. Man. Triclops is Ray's dad. Imagine in in 2015 telling someone that and being completely serious. Oh my gosh. Um Ultimate Alliance, I played a lot. Um I just loved that back in the day you could play through story modes with someone. With like, the, yeah. Yeah. Like local co-op was a real thing that you could oh, do. <laughs> I miss that. I miss so that much. Too. Well, I um, mean, but I, we do have to play Ultimate Alliance 3. Yes, we do. We have it. We yeah. we have the technology. We have the technology. We'll do it. We can do it right now. We'll do it soon. We can do it right now. Right now? In the middle of the... No, no. Stop the up. Turn it off. Okay. Shut it down. Okay. In, right here in your car. We'll take our switches out. Yeah. Just right now. Because I, I have it in my car. Mm-hmm. Um, What was the... Oh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 from 2005. Mm-hmm. I played that game... Like I said, I didn't have a PS3. So there was a point where up until I got my PS4, I was still playing Star Wars Battlefront 2. So it's like 2000... 14 or 15 and i'm still playing this game that at that point was 10 years old but it's so good so much fun um i also had a wii i was really into nintendo games because i had a game boy advance i had a ds um mostly mario stuff as a kid and i didn't get into zelda until i was older yeah and the first legend of zelda game that i beat was Breath of the Wild, actually. Uh-huh. I played a couple of them, but that, the first one I beat was Breath of the Wild. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, as a kid, like the online experiences I had while playing Mario Kart Wii with like other friends that I knew, yeah. and uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, like that was like formative to my childhood. Experience. Same here, same here. Brawl like, was my Brawl was my first Smash Brothers game. Yeah, same. Yeah. It was the first rated T game that I had. That's funny. Which feels very in character for my childhood. It does, yeah. Yeah. Man. Some do you ever <laughs> do you be forgetting like games have ratings? At this point, absolutely. Yeah, because like I I only thought of it because I was talking about Metroid Dread. Yeah. And was like, yeah, and when Fusion came out, I got it because it was rated whatever, and I could play it. And then I was like. That was a thing I had to worry yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I mean, I could pretty much, 
I think I could play whatever as long as there was like no like nudity or anything. Well, I couldn't because yeah. I couldn't. I didn't. My first Grand Theft Auto uh, that I touched was um, four, and it was like a couple months before three came out. So that's like 2013, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I had played Red Dead before that, which is really funny. Um, but yeah, I I don't remember. I don't remember how much the ratings really mattered. I just it, it, it was definitely I had I, I had good parents, so they were like, "What's in the game?" Mm-hmm. Then if that's an issue, then he can't play that. You know what I mean? Same thing yeah. with movies, because like people was it people are always like, "Oh yeah, what's your first R-rated movie or whatever?" I don't know. <laughs> I was watching the Thomas Jane Punisher at like four, <laughs> so. I don't like like I, I I genuinely don't even don't even know. Yeah. But yeah, ratings, man. Yeah. Is like this... I think I don't think this is like actually true, but for some reason my brain is like the first PG-13 movie I saw was Fellowship of the Ring. Okay. Actually, no, wait, that's definitely true cuz I saw it like as a kid, but like actually watched it beginning to end. Because there was a lot of stuff that came on TV that I would just, like, watch in passing. Yeah. But, like, and that was, like, fairly regulated by my parents. Like, I'd come in while they were watching stuff, and that's how I saw stuff that was live action for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> like, animation is my is my bread and butter, and that's, like, even to this day, I love animation and would prefer if we did animated remakes instead of live action ones. Um... But yeah, like, I've slowly branched out a little bit more into watching live action movies as I've gotten older. Yes. But like, within the last two years, My I've seen influence. your influence. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Back to the Future, which I hadn't seen until I was a grown man. Uh, Back to the Future, Alien, Jaws, Terminator, RoboCop, all the like these classic movies. Like, didn't see them until then. I did see, like, the Truman Show before that, because I was like, hey, this seems interesting, and I loved it. But I find it funny that I watched that one before I watched, like, Back to the Future and Alien. Um, Movies. Oh, so I've, we're doing movies. I've seen... No, I'm just saying, I've seen oh, some. Oh, you just... Okay, all right. Because yeah, that's what we some. just were talking about. You no, know? yeah, right? Because there wasn't anything. There was no interference right there. No. That man in the monkey costume. Um, stop, stop it. Look, we're dug down, and you have this jacket here. I feel like we're safe underneath this. We had to pull, we had to pull around the corner. He started walking around the neighborhood. It's oh, okay. There he, there, there he is. Okay, he's gone. All right, okay. All right. Um, oh, he's coming back. <laughs> Why are we stupid? It's not, it's not funny. <laughs> but it it's is. not funny. But it is. Oh, man. Um, okay. Yeah, movies. Um, but yeah, like, I haven't seen too many things, but I'm trying to expand my horizon. The Matrix. What? Yeah, I'll get into it. We'll get into it. It's fine. We'll get into it. We'll get there. New ones coming out. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a whole segment just to talk about the Matrix. Just me, not you. 
Nah, I'm gonna make you do it on your own show. I'm a, I'm a, no, no, I'm gonna do it. I'm a, I'm a, I edit this. You can't, you can't tell me what goes in and what doesn't. We sit down and record a whole episode, and you cut out a big segment and just insert your Matrix segment. He can't hear me. He's not around. Let me tell you the entire plot. You're locked including, in a broom closet, including the Matrix Online. <laughs> when that bug man. When the bug bed cooks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. And I'm not Keanu Reeves. You're not Keanu Reeves. I wish I was. I wish I, wish I were LeVar Burton. Burton. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We, yeah. yeah. We have to make sure we don't do too many jokes that are like very us specific. And if you don't yeah. have knowledge of these things, you don't get it. Yeah, but then again, I feel like that's not uncommon. People will that's learn. Not, people people will, will learn our language. It's okay. No, no. They know. Let's make this like the let. Let's let's start off as the most open podcast, and by like episode ten, just become the most gatekeepy podcast ever. <laughs> Speak only in things that nobody knows. Only what we're talking about. only inside jokes from yeah. episode ten. So this is yeah. like. This is your Rosetta Stone starting now. Yes. And if you don't listen to these first ten episodes, this is the new MCU. You have to. You have to start here. You have to watch everything consecutively. And if you miss the stuff on Disney Plus, Instagram Live, (laughs) and and my tweets, you won't be getting the whole story. Oh my gosh. If you don't go to my blog spot, you'll have no idea what's going on. You won't know why she's over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a deep cut. We're starting. Justin, not till episode 10. All right. All right. Not till. Come on. All right. Gosh. But movies. Movies. You can go now because I don't have much to add. Okay. My stuff is animation, and there's a couple live action stuff I've seen. But that's funny because I feel like I have. I haven't thought about it till now, but I feel like I have the reverse of you, because like I've watched mostly live action stuff, and I've seen like a ton of animated stuff. Like I've seen most of the Disney movies, right? Seen like not the Hunchback of Notre Dame, yeah. You know, um, but like I just. As as you know, I just started watching the Studio Ghibli movies this year. I mean, I've only seen. I've only started those recently. Five. Like you've seen more than me at this point. Oh, that was funny, loser. Um. All right, I need you to watch your tone right now. And then I'll call the Monkey Man back. Then I'll call the network. They didn't tell hey, you this is okay. my show. Hey, hey, hey! Let's let's do a ceasefire right now. All right, can we can we? He's keep over the show? there! Oh my god! <laughs> uh, nobody's gonna watch all of this. Um, nobody's gonna <laughs> listen to all of this. Um, no, we can um, count on probably two of our friends to listen to this beginning to end. Some of them are—they're not going to listen until we have like three episodes out, and they're gonna forget. The only per listen, the only two people that I can guarantee you will listen to this all the way through are Ash Mm -hmm. and Rachel. Mm -hmm. And your mom. And no, my mom's not gonna listen to this. 
she'll do it for me. That's okay. No. Also, if any of my family members get this far in, um, I'm here's sorry. what I want for my birthday. <laughs> if any, if any of my family members are listening at this point, here's my Christmas list. <laughs> oh no. I want a handwritten letter and an envelope full of money. Oh, man. Um, what was I about to say? Films. Oh, so. Cinema. Films. Cinema. My boy, Marty. Um, no, yeah. my. I mean, superheroes and comic books are definitely, like, my, my first love. Yeah. And, and that's, like, like, that's our bread and butter. That will be pivotal to most of yeah. the show. Yeah. Because it impacts, it impacts a lot of, a lot of how I interpret other things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my whole basis for storytelling is like the origin of that is the DCAU and like 90s Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the movies, movies are very important to me because I mean, aside from like, aside from superheroes, um, that's like just my, my passion is film. And like, yeah. I mean, obviously overall it's all storytelling and like just mm. being creative in general but like if like my sole purpose in life is to be an actor yeah like of course we'll get more into it later but yeah like of course i want to be i want to be a writer but like but i mean like acting is like is like the thing right um and i don't know i just because i watched i watched a lot i won't say as a kid but for a kid right like excluding the superhero stuff and like whatever like disney cartoon whatever um Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed the summers summer was very fun for me because obviously i get to stay up late and so i'd get to watch like movies that i wouldn't usually watch like on my day-to-day like like blade i said i said ignoring the superhero stuff but like but blade Mm -hmm. i mean it's 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 bloody it's you know very like he says some bad vulgar. words in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a he there's a lot a in there that you wouldn't words. really let a kid watch, but like I mean, it was like I've been watching it since I was like five. Um, or like even like the Matrix and like the Terminator. Yeah. Um, very very like dark movies to show a kid, but like those were those were like my jam, man. Um, now be it, I feel like I had what is it? I had the reverse thing with Terminator where well no not not the reverse but like for terminator and the matrix the ones that i had seen more as a kid were the sequels i feel like the sequels because they were meant to appeal to like a broader kind of audience yeah which is always the weird thing for sequels that kind of bugs me i'll talk about john wick one day but (laughs) um i uh i saw t2 a lot as a kid i saw it reloaded a lot as a kid and then i started alternating back and forth between um the first matrix and the second matrix but um i didn't see t1 until i was in high school and i now similar to the matrix i enjoy the first matrix and the first terminator more than their sequels um you watch that first terminator in high school and we're like he's a bad guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah honestly yeah like it was i was like wait a second i was like this doesn't make sense and then i i and then i i learned about uh 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 kyle reese and all of that um that's you my son um (laughs) 
We don't know if I'll ever actually name my firstborn Kyle. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it was stuff, so it was stuff like that, and then it was um, the the Fifth Element, um, which I forget oh, yeah. if you've seen it or not. I have. That's you one have, of the yeah. that's one of the seven movies that I've seen. One of the seven, yeah. Yeah. Um, excellent movie. Uh, I so watched good. it. I watched it recently. Uh, <laughs> right. I think I watched it all the way through the day after I got my second COVID shot. So it was fun, but it was also I was miserable the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, there's a lot of that. I remember. I think I've only seen it all the way through once, but I remember really liking. Uh, Leon the Professional. I don't know if you even do. You I, know I know about it. I know the okay. plot and everything. I know the actors, okay. and I just haven't seen it. Yeah, I've only seen it once, um, and it was really good. I remember most of the ending. I just like, I like the way it looks. Um, I'm trying to think of other things because like, I'm trying to think of things that are not superhero related. Um, it's a real challenge for us. It, it really is. It's like. Um, even video I games mean, i was like the spider-man movie tie-in in 2000 and i was like and i was like i'm not gonna bring up superhero video games because i did that <laughs> <You're> um <laughs> yeah um yeah. but i guess i guess if i can think of more like concrete things that's moving into like middle school and high school um i could pull up my letterbox but i'm not gonna be a, a please a don't please don't pull up the letterbox. Right now. um yeah no, but um, I really like. I feel like twenty thirteen to twenty fourteen was very like um, influential in mm-hmm. in my life. I I, I mostly attribute that to uh, uh <laughs> to Man of Steel and um, Man of Steel, Winter Soldier. Uh, funny enough, even though it's not a superhero thing, Nightcrawler. Um, Nightcrawler is a superhero. Yeah, but I'm talking about Jake Gyllenhaal, man. He's but in the X Men. But it was also like one of like I I went back and I saw a lot of other things. I'm I'm blanking because it's just it's too much. Um, mm-hmm. And I've just I don't know. It's just it's movies movies um, are very important to me. Um, yeah. I feel like because like I say, even though superheroes, even though superheroes are my first love. I feel like if I if I didn't have superheroes and I still had movies, I'd be fine. You know? Yeah. Really, and fi- really. like film is a thing that you are passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. It's a space I I mean I like it's my lifeboat. You know. Um. And I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to fall. I, there's there's too many movies that I love for me to just like just rattle off yeah we're already we're already going a little long right now anyway so yeah um honestly when we cut everything down i think it'll be fine anyway but yeah probably i um if we're like an hour and 30 minutes i'm okay yes that's what it says is an hour and 32 right now yeah so even if we're even if we're a little longer than that i think it's okay because we still have stuff to talk about yeah if anything we can split up this introductory episode into two yeah if we have to um, I don't know if there was anything that you want to keep going with right there. I no, I don't. I don't know. I feel like I didn't. I don't know. I I got I got most of. It's a very yeah. 
broad. Like, I can d- name direct influences for, like, comic books, but in terms of movies, it's a little broad for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just wanted to kind of give an introduction to the things that shaped us so that, like, as a listener, you can understand our perspective a bit better going forward. Yeah. And obviously, there's plenty of stuff we left out. Oh, yeah. And we'll get into it all yeah, at some we'll point. Like, over yeah. the course of the show, you will know everything we like. You will know the things that we like too much that you're sick of us for. Like, it'll it'll happen. Um, I've never noticed this uh, Pulp Fiction poster you have in your car. No. Nope. Which is a... Nope. I'm can't... Bit canceled. <laughs> Bit canceled. I'm not going to let you do that to me. <laughs> I'm not going to let you set me up this way. I don't have a Pulp Fiction poster anywhere. Oh, my God. I don't even like Pulp Fiction. Okay. All right. I thought that you as the host would be able to do your research on your guests, but yeah, since we're in um, my car. Yeah. I just like clip the mic twice laughing. So that's gonna be fun. <laughs> like two times. I just watched it. This is already going to be a pain to edit with. with I'm, the... I'm so sorry. All the car noises and the monkey suit, man. Yeah. Yeah. You got to edit all that out. So it sounds nice and crisp. Yeah. It's going to oh, take man. time. All right. Um, um, so, yeah. But that's our little introduction to who we are and the things that we like. Um, I would like to take this moment to segue out to a little... This is going to be a recurring thing on the show. Um, and it's... I call it powerful ways to threaten your enemies. Which I think is really great uh the ones that i have here because on foil again we don't do cursing so you can absolutely totally legally use these on a boss or a teacher and not get in trouble i don't know much about the law actually so i could be wrong but i feel there's no bad words what can they do to you mm-hmm. um i think that the phrase i'm going to get you is very powerful yeah because you can say that to someone and there's a lot of ambiguity in it. It could mean so many things. Yeah. There's so many ways to say it. I'm you can like ang- you. right. You can uh, do that, which I'm sort of. Get you. I'm gonna get you. Yeah, do you best <laughs> I'm going to do get you. Best, you. Do your best, Keanu Reeves. Um. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get, get you. you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's my Keanu. That's your Keanu. Um, Whoa. But yeah. Feel free to use that on uh, someone at your church. No bad words. So you can say it. You can you wherever you want. Just, I'm going to get you. You're in line uh, to give blood. You look at that person that's already freaking out because they're scared to give. And you, I'm going to get you. And, you know, just see how that plays out. Uh, so that's one. mine. I got one. You have one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Um. Take your clothes off. Ooh. Don't see, no, don't say that to them. That's not oh. I'm not saying say it to them. Take your clothes off. Okay. All of them? As much as you need to to get the point across. Okay. Just like let's so, say once let's again, say you're somewhere with your friends, right? Okay. And your friends has already getting hard to picture. And your friends and your, your friends say something to you 
that you don't really like. Sure. Know? And they make you like, really mad. Okay, can I can really I give wanna, an example you wanna, you wanna, to help you? And you okay. really, you want to grab them by the shoulders. You want to shake them. You want to shake them, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. you want to just flip them over, grab them by the ankles, and shake them, right? Yeah, I've done that before. But you can't. I mean, you can't do that. You know, right. that's 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 wrong. Mm-hmm. But you know what you can do? Take your clothes off. Just okay. Okay. Powerful ways to threaten someone. Shirt, shoes, socks. No service. Listen, but you have threatened. If them. you have to take the nuclear option, is taking off youngies, right? And I think it's more powerful if you worm your way out of your underwear, but still have on your pants or shorts or whatever. Yeah. And you pull out the underwear and then hold them out, and then you go, "You did this. You did this. This is your fault." And then you collect your stuff and you leave. Even if one of them's your ride, you, you have to leave at that yeah. point. You can't yeah. stay. You call an Uber. With no clothes. Put, put your clothes on. No, I think you should. You can put, put your socks on. You can put one clothes on. One sock. <laughs> you can put one of them on. Put one sock on. You can put a sock on your hand and call it a day, I think. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's, you know, now you have two new ways to threaten your parents and teachers and bosses and leadership and whoever else in your life that you want to threaten without, you know, cursing them out. Uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, you have maybe a meeting you with your parole reason, officer. Maybe you need a reason to quit your job. Maybe you need a reason to quit your job. And, you know, just look right at that HR person and be like, I'm going to get you. And then you start taking off your socks. See where it gets you. I feel like, you know, yeah. you, you can go ahead and tweet at us. Uh, probably don't. We're not responsible for this. Yeah. But by if listening you do to it, this, you have legally signed away uh, your rights. Yeah. You've absolved us of any sort of fault just by listening to the episode. So thanks for that. Um, but if you do it, Please go ahead and let us know how it went. And uh, leave a like. Make sure you guys hit the bell. Um, I don't want, I, I'm just, <laughs> why do they say that? I don't want to know. I, I don't. I, I don't want don't. YouTube to send me notifications. Like, I listen, I'm going to watch the video probably. And if I care about you, I'm like checking your page every once in a while to see where your stuff. I'm not going to hit that. Do bell, you though. post regularly? <laughs> then why do I need to turn on the bell? I'm, I'm not, I know what I know what it is. I'm not touching that bell. I'm not. I'm not gonna ring that bell. I couldn't remember the name of the hunchback of Notre Dame. This is the second time I mentioned that character. Yeah, it is. But I couldn't remember his name when I almost called him Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not who that is. Um, Quasimodo. Yeah. Quasimodo. Okay, I had to I had to think about it really hard because you said Frodo. Because part of it was there's Frollo in the movie, and then there's Rolo the candy. No Frollo. Then Han Solo. Count Frollo, I believe, is the character's name. Then, um, are are you freestyling? Do do you need other words that rhyme? Cholo. How's that? There's one. uh, Hope Solo. The she's a soccer player, right? I don't, I don't I know. So. I'm lost I don't know. now. 
a weird place to put a Pulp Fiction poster. <laughs> okay. <course>. Anyway. <laughs> I'm calling I don't want to be around anymore. <laughs> I don't want to be around anymore. All right. Um, yeah, it obviously we you sort of started mentioning it a little bit, but uh, in addition to being people who love different forms of fiction and all kinds of nerd stuff, um, we are also creatives. Um, uh, I am a writer. I write too many things probably, and then the other issue I have is I don't finish enough of them. Um, but yeah, I'm working on. A whole bunch of stuff probably the most regular one that i'm trying to work on and keep up with is this audio series i'm doing called the cursed um and i'm writing that and then i will also be voice acting the main character in that which is going to be interesting but i i do want to voice act and i've been writing since i was a kid and i wanted to make like, I wanted to write books because I was reading books all the time. I'm like, I, I have ideas. And I was told all the time, like, I had really good ideas as a kid for my books. And then whenever in, like, seventh grade I didn't finish a full-length novel at seventh grade, I was like, maybe I can't write and I'll never do it again. And, like, would just write stuff randomly and sporadically but didn't work on a big project for a long time. Um, and then whenever I went to college... I decided that I wanted to make money um, because that feels like what everyone was telling me to do. So I pursued a career in STEM and I was working on stuff and I realized I didn't care about what I was doing at all and I wasn't having fun. And like, you don't need to have fun doing your job, but I was pretty miserable. Um, but one of the good things was I had this English professor and she would read my stuff and she was like, hey, you're really good at writing. Um, growing up, I'd heard it from a lot of people, but it was like people close to me, people who cared about me, people that like, maybe they just weren't trying to hurt my feelings. Am I really good at writing? I don't know. But whenever that English professor told me that, I was like, you know, maybe I can do this. And since then, like, I've gotten back into writing in a major way and now like I I just consider myself a writer and it's one of like those core parts of my identity now um that I feel is just like this is who I am um but yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you wanted to go yeah. ahead and hop in um I don't, this isn't something I've ever said, like, out loud. Well, I mean, I said it, I've said it out loud, but I haven't said it to anybody. I call I consider myself the professional wannabe. Because uh, mm -hmm. I want to be a lot of things. Um, and, like I said, overall, like, acting is, like, the thing. But, like, is there's many forms of acting that I would love to. Um, yeah. I would love to try my hand at. Um, like I said, I wanna I wanna be a, a writer as well as screenwriter specifically. Um, it all stems from me just wanting to make cool things. Um, 
I don't. I know m- most. I mean, the case usually when people are like, "Oh, I want to be an actor or whatever." Like, well, not all the time, but there are some people who just want to act, and you know, that's their thing. But a lot of people want to act and uh, be famous, you know, and all that, right? Uh, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. I don't want to be too rich. I don't want people to eat <laughs> me. But um, my other thing, aside from making cool things, is I want to get to know cool people as well. I want to I want to get to know people who uh, share my interests and whatnot. Um, and that's the one of the main reasons I'm a creative um, to make cool things and get to know cool people um yeah it's it's, i mean right now it's it's a little i mean it's a little weird because i i don't have anything i mean i got plenty of things that i'm working on but nothing that i'm like Mm -hmm. nothing serious i guess because i'm not you know sure uh, uh i'm not like a working actor i'm not like a working writer or anything but it's all it's all in the works you know um I've got plenty of ideas. It's just really hard selling on which one I would I would choose to focus on that day, um, which is really frustrating. Yeah. But um, you know, you got to work through it. Got to just hit the wall until you make some progress. And I think that's pretty common for creators to be like, I have so many ideas, and I have so many things I want to do, and. Like, sometimes I get overwhelmed by the sheer volume of the stuff that I want to do that it's like, but what do I do? Because I haven't finished any of them. Hmm. And then it's buckling down and deciding what makes the most sense for you in this moment. And getting over that thing where it's like, I have inspiration now, so I can write this now. But if I don't have inspiration, I can't touch it. Because mm-hmm. that, that's a struggle that I have had. Yeah. Um, and it's a thing that I like, it's a wall that I hit recently even yeah. where I'm working on this one episode and I'm writing it out and I know what I want to do right after. Like I, the, the second half of the episode, I know what I want to write, mm. but I need to write the first half first. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's not necessarily the case if it were a novel or something, but at least for me, for script writing, I cannot like put a section somewhere and then copy paste it when i'm ready yeah that that doesn't work for me when it comes to scripts i can do that with you know prose writing and you know something that i would consider more like a novel or you know a a traditional book Mm -hmm. i can write a scene keep that somewhere and then move it in whenever i have that thing ready i can't do that with scripts though um but yeah i luckily i've managed to like regain ground of where i'm trying to go there i still haven't finished the episode i worked a little bit on it today Mm. but you know once i get enough of these done and once i can record and start putting them out like i i have a sense of what that accomplishment will feel like yeah and i want to get there so bad but i don't want to have to like the the time in between is frustrating yeah and I know that's something you can relate to. Yeah, it's oh. it's not only is the not only is it like just the the 
weird moments that inspiration will hit you, but it's also just... Mm -hmm. It's terrifying to do sometimes, you know? Yeah. And it's... it's Like, to, to work on a thing and to, you know, put your heart into it and and like i mean hopefully people will love it you know what i mean so, and i mean it, sometimes they do sometimes they don't but it's 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 scary um and that scares me from attempting things sometimes um i mean like i'm even i'm even terrified recording this right now you know yeah not not because uh not because of what I've said or anything, but just because I'm like, will people care and will they like it if they do care, you know? Um, sure. And so that, that I feel like is like the major, one of the major things that holds me back from making progress on whatever it is I'm writing or if I want to try and do like a self-tape or anything. It just, it's, it scares me. Yeah. 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 And like, I I don't know what the answer is for you, but for me, the way that I don't let that be like a barrier, a thing that prevents me from doing stuff is like, I I cannot control other people, mm -hmm. but I can control me. Yeah. And like, beyond that, I've seen some of the stuff people like. <laughs> and, and hey man some some of that stuff is pretty bad <laughs> hey dog <laughs> some of that mm, it's not good yeah and then some of the stuff that is incredible and it's com like so well written and structured and articulated and whether it's a tv show or whatever it is like and then it's like yeah and 200 people watch it and you're like what mm -hmm. but this is the greatest thing i've ever seen mm -hmm. and like I I can't control what other people do, but I can put the work in on my end and I can say I I know that I did my best when it came to this. Yeah. And people are going to feel how they feel about it, but if when I'm done I feel proud of that piece of work, then I'm proud of it. Yeah. And someone who watches any given thing on a network that I think is bad, if they think my thing is bad, I say okay. And I keep moving, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is for me anyway. That makes a lot of sense. It's just, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to get through it sometimes. You know, like I said, it's, sometimes you just have to hit the wall. Yeah. Like even whenever you were like, Hey, we need to do the podcast before this point. Yeah. I went, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. And, like, I I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And then I started thinking about it more, and I was like, actually, I do want to do it. And then I hit you up, and I was like, if we don't just start, yeah, it's going to be a while. So yeah. here we are if we just yeah. started. So if you're listening. Thank you. It was all his idea. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> He's the monkey man. No, don't tell them. He's the monkey man. But yeah, um, I don't know if there is 
more stuff about our creative things that we want to try to get into. Yeah, like, I, don't, we just no, wanna, I, feel, I, I don't know. I feel we like can, that was we can a stop weird right segment. Here. I didn't mean to get deep like that. Yeah, but yeah. it's important. I mean, this is people getting to know us. Do you want to talk about Smash Bros? Yeah, we can talk about Smash Bros. What? Okay. I, I think you had a complaint. So... I just want to say, first of all, you know, um, shout out Kingdom Hearts, shout out Sora. I know a lot of people love, uh, mm-hmm. love Kingdom Hearts. Um, Ash, I'm sorry. But it should have been Funky Kong. Alright, okay. It should have been Funky Kong. Like, when you think about the rest of the Smash Brothers franchise, you got so many heavy hitters, like, you know, you got Snake from Metal Gear Solid. You got Bayonetta from mm-hmm. Bayonetta. You got they didn't get Waluigi, which they is unfortunate. Which is unfortunate. He yeah. he swings a tennis racket in there. He's a yeah, trophy. he's a, he's a character trophy, right? Mm-hmm. But you telling me, you look you look me in my eye. You say, hey, here is Sora, and it's not without Donald Kong? and Goofy. Without, without Donald, Donald and Goofy. Goofy. Without Donald and Goofy. And so we get Sora, but we could have had Funky Kong. Could have had Funky Kong. Could have had Waluigi. Could have had Waluigi. Could have had uh, Rain Man. Yeah. Spyro. Bandicoot. That's not his name. I needed the syllables. Okay. Is it Crash? Crash, yeah. You but could have had Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and hold on now, wait a minute. Cause look, cause look, they there's Duck Hunt and that's a a duck and a dog, right? But we could have just done Ratchet Deadlock, and we could have done uh, Agent Clank. You're super right. And we should have done them both as their own character, or we could have had Funky Kong. I think we should have had Funky Kong. He has a bandana on his head. He has sunglasses. And he put up I'm I'm gonna put it up. This is going to be whenever we tweet out the show, we're gonna tweet out the graphic. Okay. And say Let's listen to our first episode. Listen to our first episode. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I mean if you if you saw the graphic. You would agree. You're here. Right. You're here because of the graphic. You hear it because of the graphic, and just just by looking at it, you know it should have been Funky Kong. It should have been Funky Kong. We're gonna wrap up. We're gonna wrap up. Well, We're I want to. Gonna... I want to talk about. Well, I want to talk about one more thing. Oh, okay. It's just I'm sorry, on, it's I don't on my. It's on my mind since since um we're talking about Smash Brothers. I was gonna say Brawl because I brought up Brawl earlier. Mm-hmm. Smash Brothers, you know, fighting. Yep. Who do you think will win in a fight between Superman and Goku? We don't do that. We don't do that here. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Um, If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us at Foiled Again Cast on Twitter. Um, If you'd like to follow us, the host, Justin is at Kylo Reese on twitter and you can find them there um you can find me at k.cruise that's k-d-o-t 
Cruz, C-R-U-Z. Um, and yeah, just thanks for listening and take care. Bye-bye.